0: Hello and welcome back to The Latecomers. I'm Amity. I'm Lemuel. And this week, we're almost there. Almost. We're getting to the very end of the Miniseries eleven twenty two sixty three 63 Before we get started, how was your week? Um,
1: COVID weeks kind of seem the same. Yeah. So, it's... I'm sure I did something different from last week, but I'm not sure what that was.
0: Work. No, that's the same. Yeah. You took a trip. <laughs> and you celebrated no, your birthday. I've, yeah, I've been back. We've like since I think we've recorded even since then. Maybe yeah, not, I don't even know. Yeah. Um it, that sameness again. Yes. I did take a trip. I am back. It was good.
1: Good. I'm glad to hear
0: that. I will be taking another trip later. Okay. I have them on the books for November and December. <laughs> so I leave every four weeks. No. Oh, yeah, I that's escape.
1: Good. Break the monotony of, of the way that things it's, are.
0: Yeah, it feels like the only thing to look forward to. Right. It's just like a lot of the same. Today, after this, what are we going to do? Vote. Vote. We're voting. hmm Today is the day Today for is us. voting day. So if you have your ballot, vote. You should. Do it. Vote Please. with
1: conviction.
0: Specifically, don't vote for Trump. <laughs> vote, vote for Biden. Yeah, I, would, I,
1: would, I would like to say... um Vote your conviction, actually, but I'm just at this point.
0: If your conviction is Trump, I would like you to not listen to us anymore. Okay, bye!
1: Yeah, or, or <sighs> really reconsider what you think about other people, because yes. really that's what this is about. I can't imagine that anyone who's listened to us this far is really a part of the kind of system that believes that people should be treated the way that people are being treated. Yeah. Or this weird messianic kind of I alone can save you business. It's
0: and Biden's not going to fix everything, but Trump's not going to you know, fix anything. There'll so, be some
1: sort of return to normalcy where we can start again.
0: Uh, that's even unlikely, I think. But, I think we might be too broken, but we'll definitely be too broken if nothing right. changes. If it
1: has to go on for another four years, it will be really broken. But yeah. uh, I'm not sure exactly where to, uh, where to put my optimism right now which is um, which is kind of difficult being, being at that part of your, your life when you see, oh, I don't know if there, if any way forward is a good way forward. But it's better than what we're doing. So, yes, that's basically what the choice is. Are you, are you happy with what's happened over the last four years? If you are, there might be something seriously wrong with you. Mm, Why, well, it's a fantasy. Well, I mean, just that and everything else. If you, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's a mess. Anyhow, so we're going to go back in time. Well, n-
0: back in time to talk about another president. Back in time.
1: I don't know that killing Trump would help.
0: Uh, I think Going back in time, he'd be seen as a martyr. It'd be a big mess.
1: Right. I think going back in time and just punching him really badly in the nose would probably give him the humility that he's he he's like to a lack. person
0: who has lived his whole life being afraid of being punched in the face, right, and, and I, never having been punched in the face, right.
1: And I, I think that. I've, I've become a big believer that sometimes even just punching a person in the face is the absolute right thing to do. That sounds wrong, but there are so many people who have
0: well, if someone is,
1: never faced consequences yes, for anything they've ever done. Or said.
0: Right. And because some things that some people say uh, deserve to be punched. Yeah. Uh, and I, I've, I've I'm not that. talking about kids. I'm not mm. talking about uh, child abuse. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about any of that.
1: But if a person, at the point in their life where they begin to develop an opinion about the inferiority of others, just suddenly gets punched in the nose right then, and realizes the immediate consequences, either out of fear of being punched in the face...
0: I would worry that it would foment a deeper hatred, so maybe we need to take take a hard turn to the right here and talk about... <laughs> don't know. <laughs> and, well, we don't know. We're not well, going to be able to go back in time. We don't We know. don't have don't know. a closet to go through.
1: Yes, and that's beginning to irritate me. The closet, the diner, the the whole thing is, I'm not sure, I'm losing patience with James Franco and his whole mission through time.
0: Yes, so, yeah, let's let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. This is a tough couple of episodes here. So we watched episodes six and seven. The final episode is eight. Mm -hmm. So we watched episodes six and seven. They were called... uh,
1: Happy birthday, Lee Harvey Oswald. Happy birthday, Lee Harvey Oswald. And, and Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Which,
0: which is a
1: song p- in a falsetto that
0: I can't sing, so I won't do that. I don't know what you're referring to. It's fine. Um, I don't think it's a good title for that episode. Yeah, so... I just re-refreshed re- 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 my brain with the mm-hmm. Vulture recaps because they did a pretty in-depth recap. And then I got mad at the writer who did the Vulture recaps. Um, so that's an interesting little thing. So Bill and Jake's relationship comes to a head in episode six. Mm-hmm. It's basically what happens. Jake discovers... So we're, we, we jump six months ahead and we are a month, and 40 days, 40 days out mm-hmm. from the assassination. And everything seems to be going swimmingly. Sadie is healing. Jake is spending all his time with her. Bill is alone in the apartment in a Marina. He has fallen in love with her. They are definitely making out and maybe doing more. Marina has moved out of the house. She lives with her friend Ruth. Yeah, Bill is intimately involved somehow. And uh, Jake is... He's also a friend of Lee Harvey Oswald's. And then, yeah, well, yeah, he he has ingratiated himself into Uh it. So we start with a conversation where Bill's like, well, what if our being here made him change and now he won't do it? Uh, Which Jake thinks is silly because they haven't had any interaction with him. And then, of course, when he goes to visit um, Bill one night, he finds Bill at Lee Harvey Oswald's birthday party. Everybody's drunk. They're clearly friends. There's been... Some things going on here that Jake was unaware of. Why? Because Jake hasn't been here. Jake has checked the fuck out of this mission. He leaves it all on Bill, who has no greater understanding of what is happening. He's just doing what he's been told, Mm -hmm. and he's watching a woman that he cares about be abused, and he just doesn't sit around anymore. Now, the woman at Vulture says that Bill is an idiot, and that Jake's doing all the right things. And I'm like, no. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. That is like cu- blaming um, an infidelity on the third party. Right. They don't have any loyalty to the situation at hand. Jake is only there because of the assassination of JFK. Bill is there because Jake saved him from Holden, Kentucky, and he has a little bit of hero worship because he killed a man that he hated. And that's it. That's it. That's all that Bill has. Jake
1: has really failed Bill in that he leaves him alone with this task. Bill is taking everything on faith. Yes. He has no idea that any of this is going to happen. All that he has are some tantalizing clues that, that Jake's story might be true.
0: And re- repeatedly he's like, well, why don't you just kill the RV Oswald? Right. Like, if he's the one who does it, why don't you just kill him? Why don't you just kill him? Why don't you just kill him? Why don't you and just the answer kill him? And Jake is... doesn't want to do it. Too early, or whatever. Oh, well, his uh, one of his answers is what if he's not acting alone, right? Right, which
1: is the crux of what happens in this episode because well,
0: it's the crux of one of the things that happens, right? But
1: I mean, the crux of the decision that gets made because he believes that Lee Harvey Oswald is not acting alone and that there is a second shooter and it's Bill.
0: Oh, yeah, he does jumps to this conclusion
1: because Lee Harvey Oswald gives Jake. A rifle, or is showing him a rifle? No, sh- uh, Bill,
0: get? showing Bill okay. a, the rifle. Uh,
1: excuse me, Bill. I'm sorry; these names are so.
0: Uh, vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, but which is, is fitting for the time, but um, and based on that, Jake makes a really horrible decision. That yes. I I wasn't behind the guy before, and now I'm a hundred percent not behind him.
0: Yes. So let me ask you mm-hmm. for when is, it's after. So, so yeah, Jake's first big move after finding out that Bill has broken the covenant of don't mess with Lee Harvey Oswald or mm. Marina is to lure him to the hospital on the pretense that Marina is in labor because right. she is extraordinarily pregnant and um, is asking for Bill. Mm -hmm. And then once Bill gets there, he has him committed. Now, this is a situation that was, uh, I bet, pretty fucking common. The committing of people who didn't want to be committed. Right. Uh, Easier if you're a woman.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, But, you know, he says he's my brother, he's having these delusions, and then when Bill sees what's about to happen, he... Unloads the truth about Jake, which just solidifies him as a crazy person. Right. Because the truth about Jake is a time traveling assassin, and that's not ideal. And so Bill gets locked up, he, and then he tries to run, and of course is apprehended, it just and they lock. Makes
1: him. it worse. It makes everything worse.
0: At which point, Jake then redoubles his efforts to see if uh, Lee Harvey Oswald is going to act alone by accosting George. De Moranfield. In job. his car. I, I remember it.
1: Never get to that name.
0: Uh, at which point we find that George has no idea what the hell Jake is talking about. Right. He says, I tell my handlers everything. I don't know I don't yeah, know apparently what
1: Apparently Jake also garreting is his thing.
0: Yeah. He's decided this is his M.O. I'm just going to kill people by strangulation. Strangulation. Strangulation.
1: That's what they call it in Texas.
0: And uh, so he finds out, basically, that George, you know, tried to get Bill to... Or tried to get Lee Harvey Oswald to, like, be an asset, Mm -hmm. but was unsuccessful. And, And he's told everybody this. Like, he's not in on anything. He thought... That maybe he had to do with Walker, but then he didn't have it. He never mentioned it, so he doesn't know. Uh, So they still don't know about Walker's uh, Lee Harvey Oswald's involvement in the Walker shooting. Nobody still knows. Right. Uh, And Jake comes to the realization that he, in fact, or Lee Harvey Oswald, in fact, is going to act alone. That sort of settles it in his mind. And then he decides he's going to place a large bet. I'm not quite sure why. I think he was getting seed money. Why? It
1: was because uh, the surgery for Sadie is going to cost upwards of $8,000. Final facial surgery, that's right. right. And And it's important to her, less important to... um, He does not care. He doesn't care, and he shouldn't. She's still gorgeous. She just has a scar, so she looks like a sexy pirate. From the '60s, are so she's I in the '60s. So well, I know, but that's that. what she looks like. So I'm not sure, but it's important to her. And his attempt to get the surgery done that's right uh, nearly ends in her death, as uh, she's not receiving any oxygen while she's going under. And it's one of the because as he's walking away from with Deke, right? Yeah, I remember Deke. As he's walking as uh, Jake and Deke are walking away from Sadie being wheeled into surgery, he sees the man with a yellow card, yeah, and knows immediately that something is wrong, so yeah. he bursts through a glass pane door and runs into the emergency room and interrupts the procedure.
0: Where the gases were wrong and she was only getting carbon monoxide and right. mass, uh oxygen. So she would have died if he hadn't Was it carbon
1: monoxide or nitrous? No, remember. it was carbon monoxide. Okay, so... Um, I
0: don't know why it was carbon monoxide, but that's what it said on the thing. Uh,
1: so she, he saves her from death. She realizes... Apparently, Jake does not tell Sadie anything about the future.
0: No, he won't tell her anything... Real, like anything. Well, there's a very funny bit
1: where she says, Tell me something about the future. And he says, In the future, everyone rocks around with uh, their phone in their hands. And she's like, No, 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 that's not true.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, uh, sorry. Because, well it gets yeah. worse.
1: <laughs> and that
0: was only 2016. Um, we do have a conversation in here between Jake and Ms. Mimi where Ms. Mm-hmm. Mimi reveals that she is dying of cancer. Yes. And that she and Deke loved each other, but lived next to each other and not with each other. Right. Lived beside each other, not with each other, and that he shouldn't do that with Sadie. Right.
1: Uh, and this isn't the first time Deke also is saying that at this point he should make an honest woman, quote unquote, of Sadie. Of Sadie. Because
0: um, they've now been together for uh, years. Yes, they've also point. committed murder
1: together, which actually um, is part of what binds. I feel a couple, like if you
0: are still together a month after the murder, then you mm-hmm. should just go ahead and lock that down. Right. I think so. <laughs> um.
1: But, um, but yeah, so it's really hard to justify what Jake is doing at this point. Now, he's gotten, as you pointed out, he's trying to raise $8,000. He
0: also, yes, he goes to make a bet. Mm-hmm. It's an $800 bet. Right. Which is a lot of money in the time, and he wins for a lot more money. And so at the end of the episode... <clears throat> He is on a payphone to Sadie. And I'm like, why have you not learned about payphones in time? You will be murdered by a car or something if you stand in a payphone and you're fucking with time. And he asks Sadie to marry him. And she says, come home and I'll give you an answer. And he comes out of the payphone and his bookie is standing there. And we find out that his bets have not gone unnoticed because all of the places that he goes are owned by this They're one franchises. dude, their franchises. Which is presumably how many cities actually work, right? Right. All the small ones are actually one big one. Yeah. Uh, and that also, in addition to his bets, Bill was placing the same bets in multiple locations. And so he has to make an example out of Jake, and he beats the shit out of him. That's the end of the episode. Well, not just him. He has five guys that come out of his car. Yes. It, which yeah. is, um,
1: yeah, I... This sort of, like, gambling thing, it's reminding me of the scenes in Hearts of Atlantis, mm. where we spend lots of time with bookies in that one, yeah. too. It looks like it might be the same alley. Who knows? All alleys oh, no, kind of look
0: Maybe. Alike. Um, although that is that supposed to be in Dallas. Uh, but, so that's this episode. This episode where Jake makes some deeply, deeply terrible decisions. Right. And really, turn, he makes a heel turn. As far as I'm concerned, blocking up Bill was, Unconscionable and terrible, and right. it gets worse well, I, I next think episode. That, that he he really he
1: seemed to be more upset that Bill disobeyed him than anything else. Yes, he doesn't seem to realize. He's like that you're
0: an idiot and you don't understand the damage you're doing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, he doesn't understand he doesn't, the damage he's, not he's, he's from doing. The future. And you've left him alone right. for weeks and weeks and weeks on end. What the fuck is he supposed to do?
1: Well, this is the entire mission. There's several times where he should have scrapped it and decided to go a different route. Yeah. Uh, and it also seems that, and we'll get to this in the next episode, he finally at one point comes to his senses and goes, maybe this isn't what I should be doing. You know?
0: Maybe I just so many, run away and. So many dead did, people, yeah.
1: so many people, uh, you know, littered, these corpses littered behind him of yeah. people that were involved and people that weren't involved. And God only knows what you're going to get if you change everything. So it just be, you know, the he gives to Bill. He gives him the butterfly effect metaphor. Yeah. Which Bill holds on to and thinks that
0: if he he could be the his butterfly, his own
1: presence yeah. is going to change the timeline, and it's really difficult to see how James treats... Yeah, James, right? Jake. Jake. His
0: real name is James Franco. (laughs) Jake
1: uh, treats him like he doesn't even think through this metaphor and the fact that maybe Bill could be right. Maybe if Lee Harvey Oswald has a friend, he won't go do stupid antisocial things. And, And that's largely what we're seeing out of this episode is that when Bill goes to the party and interrupts the the, the, the birthday party for Lee Harvey Oswald, he and uh, Jake and Bill, arguing, knocks over a lamp and exposes one of the bugs they planted. That's which right. Which just pushes Lee Harvey Oswald further into his yeah. conspiracy
0: theory. Yes, and he believes it's the FBI that has bugged him.
1: Right, because the FBI was following him. And that's uh, something I pointed out to you when we were watching that's it.
0: That's right. There's a Gil Bellows um, cameo yeah. in this episode, and he is the G-Man. He is right. the, the But, fed. I mean...
1: I really love the portrayal of Lee Harvey Oswald right here in this episode because it just sort of makes out how really important he wants to be and how everyone's ignoring him.
0: Although, the, I think the scene with the FBI is in the next episode. Oh, is it is, it's in the next episode, yeah. No, it can't be. When he goes in and says, Oh, yeah, you know yeah. who I am? Okay, I'm sorry, I thought yeah. you were
1: talking about the scene at the birth uh, the, with the. Uh, this,
0: no, the birthday party is okay. where the bugs right. are discovered because yeah.
1: that's what leads uh Jake t- to
0: commit Bill, yes, but um, well, that's not what well, well the second gun is right, that's it, part of it, but yeah. also him kissing Marina, he sees her kissing right. Marina or him kissing Marina, and she, he's like, This is out of control. Oh, well,
1: admittedly, Bill kind of makes a mess of it, he befriends the husband and and uh wants to steal the wife, yeah, at the same time, so it's not like he has a clear goal other than. He's lonely and wants to have friends. There's a pretty girl upstairs who.
0: Yes, he's is, lonely. He wants right. to, have, but also he wants to help, and he thinks if he can befriend somebody. Right.
1: That's
0: Which is the enough. same,
1: and I imagine the reason why Jake is having an issue with that is that Jake tried to befriend um, serial killer dad. I forget his name now, and that didn't work out. So he's thinking of his own failure, but the way that he went about it in that case, was to just sort of come off high-handed and superior. And so, of course, these people weren't going to befriend him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's what I'm looking at in this episode is his own ghost coming back to haunt him, the fact that he can't seem to get anything right, and that he winds up committing this poor, lonely kid who only has one friend in the world. Yes. And getting him put into an Beca- asylum. A,
0: a, a, and, and the reason that he's acting out is because Jake has checked the fuck out.
1: Right. I'd according. like to
0: keep pointing that out because I'm, re- like I'm reading this next Vulture recap and it's pissing do me that. off again. That's I know it's good. making me so mad. So let's move to the next episode. Soldier Boy. So um, Jake gets his ass kicked and he's in a coma. And mm. he's in a coma for a long time, y'all. Right. Uh, he wakes up like four or five or like ten days later, maybe? More than that? So, I think when he finally gets out, it's like 12 days before the assassination, right. and he cannot remember And he's phasing
1: in and out. He's having visions he's of... He's
0: seeing, like, he, there's images of Anderson Cooper on a flat screen TV while he's uh-huh. in the hospital. He sees his, his ex-wife, Christy, who I had forgotten was at least a mixed race uh-huh. woman, which is why he and, uh, he, like, he was so against the racism. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it affected him directly. Yeah. Um, And And why he was
1: so on the side of Deacon Mimi.
0: Yes. And finally he finally gets up, like comes back to himself, but he can't remember, he can't remember anything. Mm -hmm. He doesn't remember, he remembers that he's there for some reason, but he doesn't remember what. Right. He doesn't know it's a Kennedy thing, he doesn't know it's an assassination thing, he doesn't know, he doesn't know about Bill, he doesn't know any of that. As they're getting ready to go, Deke is helping him put it together, and shes he's like, oh, yeah, you're Deke. You're married to Miss Mimi. And then everybody like Shh, gets quiet, and it turns out that Miss Mimi has passed in the 20 days or whatever yeah. <laughs> that we've, we've Apparently been. Apparently she was
1: very far along when she talked to him.
0: And then we see Sadie taking care of Jake, encouraging him, uh, and then um, we see oswald trying to reconnect with marina he goes to ruth's house and tries to reconnect with her he sleeps in bed with her at one point which i don't know if that's meant to include intimacy we don't see it mm-hmm. uh and then he goes to the fbi office to talk to gil character he walks in with a lot of bluster and is met with uh disinterest at right. best and he thinks it's dismissive and is upset about it like don't right. try and tell me that you all don't know who I am. Hey, yeah. everyone. He's you need to dispel any notion right. or phrasing of don't you know who I am from well, I liked, anything that you, any experience that I you like
1: have. how that sets him up as the character, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Because he just, no matter how outrageous his behavior is, he can't seem to get anyone's attention. He's a Marine who serves his country and then defects to Russia and then defects back to the United States, or comes back to the United States, and no matter what, he just can't seem. you know, he expected there to be cameras and things when he came back, but he can't seem to get anyone's interest in anything that he's doing. No one's paying attention to him. And because of that, he chooses now, of course, he's going to get all the infamy in the world very soon, but but I think it's a very interesting uh, interpretation of that person. Like, he just can't seem to, he's just a loser,
0: really. Yeah, yeah. So he remembers he's writing his name, and he remembers signing Bill into the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Oh, Jake's. I know where Bill is. Bill knows everything. So we'll just go get him." And he's been there for weeks now. He's in the more mentally hospitaly part, more mm-hmm. 1960s loony bin, bug house. Yes, uh, part. He's got burns on his temples. they've done electroshock therapy. He's jittery and skittish and but he's like i'm like time travel isn't real and that's in comic books and well he doesn't even think that he's Jake is real separate yes, that's right
1: he's he's looking at him and there's a really this is a really great acting moment. The performance here is really good. He's looking at him and then trying not to maintain eye contact because he's yeah. not certain whether any of this has happened
0: yeah. yeah. And as they're getting ready to check him out, Bill, of course, goes to an open window and throws himself out of it. So he, mm-hmm. com- he, he commits suicide. Uh, well, this the is because... show does not handle this well at all right. because then we just fucking move on, like, boom, done. <laughs> which I did not appreciate.
1: Well, no, not when we've had this character through this story. He's been there through, what, five,
0: five at least six five of these of the episodes? episodes yeah. Five or
1: six of them. And then he's sort of written off Really quickly.
0: Mimi's written off Mm -hmm. and Bill's written off in similarly sort of.
1: Right. Which is, and we get so much more of a character that is increasingly becoming difficult to stomach.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I don't like Jake.
0: Uh, No, same. And so then Jake remembers the name Madison, 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 and he's like, I think we lived on Madison. And so they're walking down Madison Street in Dallas and they're looking at all of the houses. Do you recognize this man? Do you recognize this man? They get to a house that seems familiar and the woman in there is like, you're not coming in here? If you're a bill collector, you can't follow me. Like she, right. She's a real pleasant, pleasant, pleasant person. She knows her business. Though. And she's like, well, I'm not letting you in because then you guys are going to be in my house and thinking that this is your house and then right. I'm not, you know. And I was like, ooh, this woman's had a hard, hard go of it. And so Sadie's like, well, let's check upstairs. And of course, who opens the door? But Lee Harvey Oswald, whom Jake has no recollection of. So they go into the house, he offers them a drink, and while they're sitting on the couch, Jake just goes, bloop, 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 and he remembers everything. So convenient. So they go to leave, and Jake's like, I remember. Right, no, Jake Jake is like, I'm th- like, I. I don't. I'm not sure, I'm not well, sure. He lies to Sadie. He lies to Sadie, who always
1: knows when he's lying. He knows
0: when he's lying. So then we see them making dinner or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm going to take an aspen and lay down. And she goes, okay, go ahead. And he goes, and he sneaks out of the house, and he gets in the car, and when he gets in the car, she's sitting in the car like, "Right." I cannot abide a liar, I can abide a lot of things, but I cannot abide a liar. Clothespin dick, yes, lying, no.
1: She has a weird line this she is draws. This
0: is say these lines. And so he's like, okay, I guess we're going to go together. Murr. Well, see
1: this also it's hard to take because he's so thoroughly ruined everyone yeah. around him. And
0: we it's also we should mention 112163. It is the mm-hmm. day before the assassination attempt. So he's right. going to go to 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 Dallas or to downtown Dallas to the um area with the plaza, Dealey Plaza, mm-hmm. and he's going to. St- the plan, I guess, at this point is to tie Lee Harvey Oswald up and keep him until right. the president has cleared. Well, there were other more subtle plans. Let's yeah, say he but then with. it was the one day before and there right. were no subtle plans anymore. Yeah. Try
1: to get the gun, make sure he doesn't have the,
0: That's <coughs> right. the gun. That's right. They, so they go, they know, he knows that the, the gun was being held at Ruth's house, which mm-hmm. is where Marina is staying. And so they go there and they are led into the garage, which is wild that this was allowed to happen. Meanwhile, Ruth does not know that Leah Harvey Oswald is in the home at right. this time. He's there. He has been snuck in. And he is in Marina's room, and she does not know that. So a lot of shit going on in our house. Uh, And then they're looking around for a package that they say is curtain rods, but uh, is the gun, the rifle. Mm -hmm. But they can't find it. And so then they decide to go to the plaza, and they're going to wait on the plaza until the morning, and they're going to intercept Lee. Um, but, of course, immediately as soon as they park, a cop comes up, and they're like, I know, I know, you're a big fan, whatever, whatever, we have to cu- clear the streets. And Jake goes, it's not, a cu- it's not a crime just to look, which is, like, the ultimate white dude thing to say. And then he, Sadie's like, fucking drive. And so they drive off, and they drive this down. This is
1: 1963. Yes. Right? Cops kill people. I mean, well, he still kill people all the time, but, I um, mean, people disappear.
0: Yes. So I don't know, but and the the, the you know he's very wary of the Dallas PD mm-hmm. because he knows how badly they handle what's right. about to happen. Uh, so then we see uh, them at a like a. It's not an alley quite. It's like a warehouse district almost. They mm-hmm. pull in. It's close to Dealey Plaza. They can just stop. And they're gonna park, and we see Sadie asking him about the future again, and he tells her about tennis shoes, which. I mean, I guess, I guess the shoes then were very uncomfortable. So sure, well, everyone wore hard hard sole shoes. Yes, I think. yeah. Unless you were actually doing a sports activity. We see her doze off, and then all of a sudden, the yellow card man is there, and he talks. He doesn't say you're not welcome or you're not. You don't belong here. He says, "I tried to stop my daughter from drowning over and over and over again, and just had to watch her drown over and over and over again. Just go home. Like right. it's not going to work." He says, you can't stop the path, go home, and then he's, he wakes, like, sort of recovers himself, and Sadie's there, and um, then he's like, maybe we could just go, maybe, fuck it, maybe we just go, and then they go to sleep, and they wake up, and it's 8.30, 8.30 a.m., that is four hours, till the assassination, and the car, of course, will not start, uh, and then they hotwire a car to drive back to Dealey Plaza, although I thought that he said that they pulled in there because they were so close to the plaza, why they didn't just walk, mm. I don't know. Uh, And then Oswald is, uh, we see him going into work, and he's got the paper package that is right. carrying the rifle, and... The people are like, um, oh, the the bosses say that we can watch, and he goes, watch what? And he goes, the president's driving by. Like, have you been driven, r- living right. under a rock? And he goes, don't you know I'm a Marxist? And then and his coworkers like, so you're gonna just work when we all take, well, we all take a break, <laughs> which I thought was really funny. He goes, yeah, probably. And then we see him in the corner of of one of the floors, mm-hmm. assembling his rifle and looking out the window and sort of. Taking his perch at uh-huh. like 9 a.m., three and a half hours before the assassination and scene.
1: So, at this point, are you anticipating the end at all? Is it, I mean, are you looking for, well, looking forward to the end because I, you're done with Jake too? But I, I mean, am. Here's me. Mm-hmm.
0: Bill dives out, if I'm Jake and right. I've done all the stupid shit Jake has done, and Bill dives out the window, and then I realize and everything. Like and and then and we go to Lee Harvey Oswald's house, and everything clicks back into place. And I know where I, I know what's happening. I understand what's happening, mm-hmm. and I have twenty four hours to go. I think a little bit about the fucking wake of destruction that I have left, yeah, and I, I and I reset. Mm-hmm. I reset right the fuck now. Bill comes back to life. I am going to have to do the Frank thing again, so that sucks. But. Mm-hmm. I've killed several people now. I'm going to bring them all back to life. I go back in and I come through, and we reset it. And I take what. And and at this point, he knows Lee Harvey Oswald is acting alone. Right. So there's no question there.
1: Yeah.
0: Fuck around for two years. The day Lee Harvey Oswald comes back, or the day after that, kill him, and then sneak back through. Yeah. I. What's bothering? Following through this path. To try and get your ultimate goal, knowing that you can't r- fix, and, like you have done all of this damage,
1: right.
0: I, I don't think I could live with myself What's that What's
1: bothering me about this entire, it's now getting to me, how ridiculous and arbitrary these rules are. And again, the whole Stephen King science fiction thing, you walk I mean, through a closet it, and... Yeah
0: and it, i'm fine with a rift in time that's fine I nobody mean, under nobody in the story understands it and that's fine
1: right but there's there's just sort of
0: this i prefer that to the fantasy island model of we're gonna make up
1: some bullshit about
0: well, why this is island kind of doesn't
1: m- made thing. up because all there's these arbitrary rules that's you, you go back and resets and, yes but there's not a reason why any of this happens right um which is uh yeah which reminds me of like doctor who the whole why can't you go back in time and stop Adolf Hitler? Timey, why me? You're uh, right. And then you just get this lame, okay. kind of childish excuse timey, why me? Yeah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, Because gosh, time is confusing.
0: Out. Nobody fucking figured it out.
1: There are certain fixed points in times that can't be changed. That was just as ridiculous an answer as, you know, originally it was supposed to be that time lords never interfere. Which made much more sense. Oh, no, we're just philosophically opposed to stopping Except Hitler.
0: by your very existence, you're interfering.
1: Well, yeah, they monitored. They didn't do anything, which is why his character was all constantly interfering. Uh, and that was a problem for them. But that was a different construct of that same story. With this one, I'm, if if going back and resetting was an option, why didn't you do that immediately? Yeah. When the boy died in the fire, or yeah. when the... When, woman the, dies, when the woman dies and the, the phone yes, booth, first or death. any of
0: it. You know that's on you, because she literally says... If went back you back far enough, you could save that cow.
1: What cow? The cow that gets killed
0: by the sledgehammer. You don't go back further. You go back to the same place. But yeah, at this point, I don't finish a thing. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I've left this wake of destruction that I'm not going to be content to just leave alone. Right. And you don't know that anything better is going to happen. Right.
1: How do you know what doesn't happen if you start seeing But I
0: literally, so I would reset right. it. I'd kill Frank Dunning, because that dude needs to die. Right. And then I'd kill Lee Harvey Oswald. And then I'd bounce. Or, you know. Mm-hmm. Or just, or adjust it so that right. he wasn't in Dallas at the time. Or you could
1: go back in time and just be Bill's friend and marry Sadie.
0: Which seems like you have so many
1: good options. Why is this stumbling along and tripping over yourself, what you're doing?
0: Yeah, I don't... And he doesn't seem to care about much of anything. Right. He's a dick to Sadie in this episode. Now, granted, he's in a lot of pain and won't do, be on painkillers. hmm Because she's like, I mean, I guess you could just take all these painkillers and blitz yourself out and right. that's it. But she doesn't... Yeah, he didn't tell her about the assassination plot before he lost his he memory. He did tell her
1: that Kennedy was going to be killed, and that's all that she's holding on to.
0: But she doesn't know when or right. how or by whom yeah. or any of that, yeah. Which, because he wants to protect her, but...
1: Well, great job. He's also planning to
0: take her into the future with him. Well, then I'm also like, so they have turned over his apartment, uh-huh. because they, Bill and, and right. he both basically disappeared on the same day. And they didn't find any recording equipment? Oh, no, recording they need to clear equipment? that out, right. I know that he had serial killer wall. Right. There was a red string wall in that apartment. Don't tell me that there wasn't, and nobody fucking did anything about that or said anything about that. I don't know. It just, or maybe you just pay somebody to come in, or or you know, let somebody mm-hmm. come in. I and thought he cleaned say, it all out.
1: As he cleaned out the apartment? I can't. I'm
0: sorry. There was so much going on in these two episodes. I don't know. Maybe he did, but it. I did, I don't recall that being a thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm frustrated and I just want it to be done. And we only have 44 minutes left, so I'm pretty sure he goes back uh-huh. and then resets a the thing. I'm right. pretty sure there's at least one so that's, of those. So
1: that's your prediction that he's yeah. going to do that?
0: I but, think he's going to get back uh-huh. to the future and find out that some shit went down and then have to undo I'm expecting it. a
1: sound of thunder to it too, you know? You find out the future you got was so much worse than the future than the yeah. past, uh, that or the past version of the future that it, it makes it all not worthwhile. But yeah, I just, yeah, at this point, I'm so done with his character and his kind of clumsy stumbling. And he's 2016, he's seen the Terminator, he knows how this goes. Just get it done and get it over with. That's really what you're gonna do, yeah. And but this kind of notion of creating this enormous mess and these other people's lives and God only knows what that's going to do to them. Yeah. How they're going to go spinning off in all sorts of directions because you shattered the pain and now everything's fractured in different pieces than the first time. All because of one person's sense of proportion. One person believes that Vietnam shouldn't have happened.
0: And And really, he came through on grief. Right. He was unprepared. Even though Al had wanted him to go even earlier. He d- we do get a thing in the hospital where he's mm-hmm. in and out of consciousness and seeing things from the present and the future and the past. Where Al is like, you're a fucking total disappointment and I should have gotten somebody else and no, I'm like, I can, yeah! I can agree
1: with Al. This is just, yeah, it's kind of a wreck. And I'm beginning to feel that way about the story. Like, There is not a good way to tell the story or at least with these characters, if something different had happened. And I also feel like it's dragging it on too long. Typical of one of these kinds of um, long story arcs, Mm -hmm. the wrong characters are followed for too long. Yeah. It's, uh, I would, uh, as you mentioned, Mimi, uh, Miss Mimi, and Bill are just sort of tossed out of the story very unceremoniously. Yeah. While we go on to follow the boring adventures of the man who can't make up his mind about what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 looking forward to this. I can't wait
0: until right we have to see him garrote fucking Lee Harvey Oswald, since that's the only way that he can yeah, kill somebody. Yeah, that's his move. Yeah. So one more episode, everybody, and uh, it's next week.
1: We're so enthusiastic. At so this So enthusiastic. Point. Yeah. Uh,
0: in the meantime, do mm-hmm. you have anything other than the final episode of this show that you would like to?
1: I saw something last night. Yeah, I just again. saw the first episode of The Haunting of Blithe Manor.
0: The follow up to The Haunting of Hill House right. on Netflix, they serialized drama oh. from Mike Flanagan.
1: Right. So, and Mike Flanagan, whose work I've liked in the past, I started by a really admiring Absentia for a movie that was done basically uh, with no money, really. Mm-hmm. It was crowdsourced. And then to doing things like Dr. Sleep, he also he seems to have a really good eye, like a cinematic memory. So when you're watching Dr. Sleep, it's referencing, it's shining a lot. And you're watching this, it's referencing the dozen other versions of um, The Turn of the Screw. Yeah. But still keeping it very much within a framework narrative and just sort of as a modernized version of that story.
0: Yeah, and we get a little bit of redundancy in um, casting, but of different they're different people. Right. So Henry it's, Thomas and Carla Gugino are in this. It's
1: very much... Um, When I watched American Horror Story, I really felt that the makers of that television program don't really understand horror. And that seems like a strange thing to then commit to doing so many seasons of it. But they seem to be more into like shock effects. Someone's head comes off. Something really bloody happens. Or there's a really graphic sex scene right before something really bloody happens. And it doesn't seem like a lot of the characters make sense. When I was watching um, Freak Show, yeah. There, are, there's you know there are characters who at first you're rooting for, then they start murdering each other, and you're still supposed to be rooting for them or get them you know let them off the hook because uh, it was a character you developed a relationship on it, and so it sort of seems like those spin around in circles without really coming to a point. But I felt like uh, with the haunting of Hill House, although it kind of put me off how they took amazing liberties with the source material. Um that it still was it's it's not and Shirley they Jackson's said that they House. were doing that. Yeah. It's a completely different piece of fiction, but it's interesting and compelling in its own right. And it felt like from the first episode this is a lot more this is a lot closer to I mean, Henry she, James material. She was
0: definitely reading Henry James. Carly Virginia's right, right. lines were straight the fuck out of that book. And that was
1: lovely because it just sort of sets up that sort of feeling, uh, the uh, storytelling tradition that's really a part of ghost stories. So I enjoyed the very first episode. The children, child actors are, are really great. They always have to be, because you can't tell this story without having really charismatic children. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm enjoying the first episode, so I'm
0: looking forward to seeing the rest of that. I will say, if the turn of the screw is not your jam, mm-hmm. this might not be your jam. Yeah,
1: I, I don't know where he's going to go with it, because there's the story, the novella, is very kind of slight.
0: Yeah, and I have seen Turn of the Screw Adaptations. I've never read it. I don't care for the story. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't, maybe I I would feel differently if I did read it. I feel like it's got one of those ambiguous endings where I'm like, yeah, but did he know what the ending was? Because I need the author to know what the ending is. Even if it's ambiguous, I need to feel like, but he knows.
1: I read it um, in tandem with a friend of mine who she was taking it for a class years and years and years ago. And we both came to completely separate conclusions about the ending, and that's what the story was supposed to inspire. Different interpretations. Mind you, the problem has been that there's a whole school of literary interpretations of this novel, and people write their thesis on there were no ghosts, there were ghosts, but the ghosts were not malevolent. If the ghosts were malevolent, what are you talking about? Were they trying to possess the children? There's all sorts of questions about that. And there's even uh, film versions like The, the Nightcomers, with Marlon Brando, where it's the prequel to The Turn of the Screw. And um, so, yeah, there's just a lot of material on this. And I've seen half a dozen actresses yeah. try to pull this part off. This one's actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, she's, she's pretty good.
1: And she's doing a really good job of playing sort of... I don't know what her backstory is. She keeps seeing sort of... I think she, according to the, the this take on the story, has suffered some sort of breakdown... And something bad happened that she's responsible for. But again, one episode, and I'm kind of, a, I'm really appreciating it. Mm-hmm. So, did you see anything that what's gotten your interest in the last
0: I'm trying week? To think did I talk about the American Barbecue Challenge? I I don't think I did. Don't think so. No. So, on Netflix, I've been watching a lot of random stuff on Netflix. I mm-hmm. finished Schitt's Creek. Y'all know it's very good. Then we also watched the American Barbecue Challenge, which is an eight-part competition reality show on Netflix. Right. They make barbecue. It is what it sounds like. It's the same group of people, and they whittle it down, Top Chef style. One of my favorite formats. A bunch of really good people in this one. Very mm-hmm. sweet. Very much like Great British Bake Off. They all really liked each other, and were very nice. And uh, the right person almost won. So I was uh, super optimistic. Well,
1: don't, don't kill it for people. <laughs> I, I like the fact that the contests were very.
0: And I wanted beef rib so bad after right. I watched the rib episode. That's like the mark of
1: a good. The contests <laughs> themselves meal, are yeah. very interesting because they're not barbecue, make barbecue sauce. You're making barbecue, you're making sides, and you're also taking a different approach. There was a, a contest where they had to cook two kinds of meat. Pre colonialist and antebellum. Yeah. Um, and so you were using only ingredients and cooking methods available to Native American people or indigenous people, mm-hmm. and then also making the antebellum uh, post Civil War kind of barbecue, which is the birth of barbecue, Southern barbecue as we know it now. Or there were these really interesting takes on the ingredients. It, it was, there was a lot to process. It was also a fairly intellectual show, which is sort of surprising for a show about barbecue. Because it typically, its like, no one thinks that barbecue is elevated cooking, but there's lots of facets to it.
0: Yeah. I lots think it's of facets elevated. to
1: it. And it also exists in every culture in the world, yeah. practically. So when they, for instance, announce, we're going to have a challenge and we're going to be doing international barbecue, you're going to be doing Moroccan, you're going to be doing Japanese, and of course these are cultures that we don't associate with barbecue necessarily.
0: Japanese have barbecue. But they They have have a a whole
1: barbecue culture. Yep. So yeah, it was very interesting the people there are very friendly they seem to all be very supportive of each other when one person really starts stumbling everyone's trying to help them. So it's a really pleasant show and it's a huge uh, change from the kind of competitive cooking shows that we see where there's Sabotage going on all the time.
0: Yeah, I don't know. If there's sabotage going on all the time on
1: MasterChef. Excuse me, not MasterChef. Um, Top Chef. There's a fair amount of kind of sabotage going on. You think so? I, yeah. don't, I don't get that. But or even um, oh, Project Runway. Project Runway. There is deliberate sabotage where people do kind of go after each other. So this is this is a nice change of pace.
0: Is that everything for this week? I think so. Anything else? No. Next week. Episode 8.
1: And the end of it. And what's after that, you? Yeah?
0: episode 8? Yeah, episode 8, The Day in Question. And the next thing that we will watch is Dark Tower.
1: Oh, that might be interesting. And it's funny how there are, as we speak, there's another version of The Stand coming out.
0: Yep, the trailer dropped. I haven't watched it yet.
1: <laughs> okay. Which is weird.
0: I don't know why I haven't
1: watched it yet. Have you? No, no, I haven't. I've. uh, I just saw the first. I guess. Let's watch
0: it and we'll talk about it since it should be a short episode next Uh time because we're only doing the one episode. So we'll talk about the uh, trailer for the new stand as well. That comes out in uh, December, so we'll definitely be able to do it for the show. It'll be the last thing. I think. Probably. I think it'll be last. If you have questions, comments, and concerns, you can reach out and you can find us on gmail at latecomerspod at com, or on twitter at latecomerspod or on facebook by searching latecomers podcast in the search bar until next week i remind you to take your medicine and we remind you
1: better, better late than late never